This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everybody, it's Lon Seidman. It's time once again for your weekly wrap-up, and this week we're going to be looking at working from home and coming up with some best practices that you can all do to get yourself more productive. I just realized I've been working from home now full-time for three years, and I've picked up a few things that I think might be of use, and a lot of you have chimed in as well. Lots to talk about, so let's get to it. All right, so I've put together eight different key points to think about when you are working from home for the first time. The first is to find a dedicated work spot If you got a basement or something like I do, that's the best way to go because you can get away from everybody. But if you don't have that, carving out a specific spot in your house or apartment to do your work is going to be super critical. If you normally go into the office and sit at a desk, uh, sitting at your couch to do the same work is going to screw up your brain. Trust me, it's just not going to work. You got to create a work environment for yourself, and that includes maintaining the same posture you might have doing your work in your office or cubicle. So I've got three rules here for your work spot. It needs to be dedicated just for doing work. No entertainment or relaxation in the work spot. And it's funny because when I first put this home office together down in my basement, I actually put a spot down here to relax in. In fact, I even bought a couch with a built-in reclining thing on it. And I never come down here to relax because in my mind, this is where I do my work. When I'm done for the day, I go upstairs. There are some weekends when I never even come down here at all because I've become so attuned for this being the place in which I work uh, that I really don't want to relax down here anymore. And if you're doing your work from the couch, for example, you're going to run into trouble. Maybe not initially because it's still new, but trust me, over time, it's going to be a drain on your productivity. So find a spot even if it's a corner with a little folding table or something to do work in because that's really going to be critical. And the last point, and this is something that I experienced in the past when I had a short-term home working situation, is that if you don't typically do work in your home office, uh, don't start doing work there now. And in a prior job that I had, I had a home office, but I was mostly playing computer games in that home office, not actually doing any work. And I found it to be really hard to get into that frame of mind, even in my home office. So I think you'll probably want to look at creating a dedicated space. And I asked some of you viewers to give me some of the things that you're doing to create that workspace. And this first one here is from my friend Paul, who I used to work with at my old day job. Here's a great example of making the best use of space you can. Yes, he's in his kitchen, but he's got a dedicated workspace where he can focus on doing his job. He's got the chair to maintain his posture. He's got his computer monitor, his work phone. He is ready to go, and I think he's going to do quite well uh, as he's adjusting to the home office lifestyle. Uh, Irving Pagan came in with this great picture that shows you that you don't need a huge area to get your work done, but focusing on creating a dedicated space does make a difference. And Irving here found the little spot in between his uh, kitchen and living room. 
I think that's going to work well for him because he's got, again, a place where he can focus his attention on. He's got the chair. He's ready to go. Uh, he has the added challenge of the fact that his wife also works home full time, so they have to keep some distance from each other so uh, they don't hear each other on phone calls and conference calls and that sort of thing. And he's making the best of it here. And again, this is a great example that your work spot doesn't have to be elaborate. It just has to be enough to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish and doesn't try to reuse a portion of the home that you're used to relaxing in. Uh, David Bounds got another great uh, setup over here. Again, another folding table in a room, uh, but I think this is going to work well for him. I love his old uh, retro mice on the table there and that Hewlett-Packard Bell or whatever that thing is uh, running over there in the corner. That's going to work great for him. Uh, Ed Doyle doesn't need a VR headset. He's got the wraparound screens here to get his, his work done. Again, not a very big space, but one that I think is going to work well for him. And if you have multiple monitors you can bring to bear, you can certainly spread out your work area as well. So I think this will be a good deal there. Now, this tip came in from Retro Escape that I thought was pretty clever. He's in a small condo. Uh, so he has to work out of his living room. But what he did is bought a room divider off of Amazon and created his own little cubicle to help keep him in that frame of mind. And that looks like it's going to work quite well for him. The other thing I found on Amazon is that they have these in-room curtains that you can get with a tension rod. So you could create a workspace during the day and then pull the curtains back to get your living space back when you're done working for the day. I thought that was pretty clever. That might actually work well, too, as a sound dampener if you've got a pretty echoey room or something. So a lot of neat ideas here uh, that came in from all of you. And the one thing they all have in common is that everyone's focused on creating that psychological workspace. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can be that little folding table, but it's going to be something that you should really think about to get the most productivity out of your workday. Now, the next tip is all about ergonomics, the comfort of your workspace. And if you were issued a laptop and you're hunched over it all day long, I can tell you, you're going to get a lot of pain. Eye strain, back pain, all sorts of aches and pains are going to come out of that action of being hunched over a little screen and keyboard all day. You want to get an external monitor to replicate that desktop computing experience. And there are some pretty inexpensive ones on Amazon. Uh, this one from HP is just over 100 bucks right now. I've got an affiliate link on screen so you can check it out. IPS 1080p, you can get a Visa mounting bracket for it so you can really position it any which way you want. Not a bad deal, and just pair up a cheap keyboard and mouse, and you're good to go. Uh, so that's one thing to look at. Another thing to take a look at is a laptop stand so that you can turn your laptop's display into a usable secondary display. And if you've got a powerful laptop, you could probably hook up two displays plus the uh, internal display as well and get yourself a lot of screen real estate in the process here. There's some really great stands on Amazon that are worth checking out. Uh, this one looks pretty cool from one of our past sponsors, Kensington, uh, but they did not sponsor this spot here. It just looks like a cool stand. Uh, I've got a fancier 4K monitor on my desk. Uh, that I use for editing and other things that I do with my iMac. And what's cool about some of the more expensive monitors is that they also double as docking stations if you've got a USB-C equipped laptop. So you can have a single cable go out to the laptop. You'll get power out to your laptop. The video will travel back to the monitor through that same cable. And then you get things like audio out and a couple of USB ports as well. So you get a lot of options for uh, external displays that will make your work a lot more comfortable. And another item worth considering are some of these standing desks that you might see out there. Uh, these work with your existing desk or table. You just put them right on top of it. 
and it gives you all of the functionality you would have with a much more expensive standing desk setup. I know a lot of people that use these and love them, and they're usually under 200 bucks or so on Amazon. A pretty good thing worth considering. Now, this next one I know is going to be easier said than done, but I think it's important to establish some firm ground rules right now for how the family interacts with you while you're working. And this is something that's going to take some adjustment, but there's a good flip side to this in that you are around more than you usually are. And as a result, when you take a break, you're going to have a lot more time to spend with your family. And in exchange for that, you need them to give you the time to work when it's important for you to be able to focus on something. Now, some of you are going to have a door that you can close or a room you can go into. That's gonna be a little bit easier. In my house, when my door is closed, the family knows not to come down to this room unless the house is burning down or something at that level of emergency. And it's worked out pretty well over the years. It did take a little bit of time to get everybody used to that. Uh, they also have to be careful about not making too much noise upstairs when I'm working here because uh, things that are falling onto the floor or some of the instruments that they're playing might get picked up on my microphones. So they know that during the day they need to go upstairs for that kind of activity where I won't hear the sound down here. Again, rules and adjustments. And you have to be very clear and very firm on those rules to say, hey, Right now, dad's working, you gotta give me some space. And I grew up with my father at home for a good portion of my childhood as he was building his business, and we had set some ground rules back then. So when my dad was on the phone, I could be in the room, but I couldn't be distracting him or making noise on my own. When he was off the phone, I had a lot of time with dad and it was great. So those are the sorts of things you need to just kind of establish right now. Because if you've got chaos going on all around you, it's going to put a strain on your work. It's going to put a strain on your family and having good rules and sticking to those rules, I think will make both your home and work life a lot easier to deal with. Now, another thing that's happening across the country is remote learning, and our kids are going to need their own workspaces, and that's a great opportunity to also have the rules apply to you so that you're not disturbing your kids when they're working on their assignments and they don't disturb you when you're working on your work. Again, easier said than done, but good communication and sticking to those rules is going to be super critical right now. Now, this next one is one that you've probably heard about before from other home working folks, which is to keep a routine that you typically have when you're going to work in the morning. In other words, you get up at the same time, you get showered, you get dressed, you have your breakfast, and then you sit down and start your work day. All the things that you would typically do going to the office, you should probably continue now. You might need to make some adjustments as you get used to this new way of doing work, but I have found from experience that I'm more productive if I go through that routine than I am if I just roll out of bed and start working in my pajamas. It really does make a difference to get yourself ready to work. And having that time to do that in the morning, I think is really important to keep in your schedule. And again, it's all about maintaining the right discipline. And that really starts when you continue the steps that you take in the morning to get ready to go to work. It also helps that we're doing a lot of video conferencing now, so people will be seeing you. And that's something, of course, that would hopefully motivate you to get in the shower and at least try to spruce yourself up a little bit before starting your home workday. Now, this next item is something that I did not do very well when I first started working from home full-time, which is keeping normal working hours. And what I was doing, because I had everything I needed to get my job done, is that I was working sometimes from you know nine in the morning to eight or nine at night, and I was getting a lot done, but it was also 
putting more strain on the family because I wasn't upstairs helping out. I was getting tired and kind of burned out because I kept just going after the next task. And it was something where that lack of discipline on the separation between work and home life was beginning to put a strain on both. And what I ended up doing was taking on the responsibility of cooking dinner every night, which set a hard out deadline for my workday. I've got to be done by 5.30, 6 o'clock at the latest, so I can start getting dinner ready for the kids and my wife. And that really helped create a boundary that then helped me prioritize my tasks and really got me a lot more productive in the process because I can take on my you know, top priority tasks in the morning through the afternoon. And then if I can get some of those secondary tasks done, great within the time allotment. But if I can't, they can go over to the next day. And that really did help me prioritize and plan better. So that's something I really suggest you do because it's tempting when you can do all of your work from home to just keep working. But trust me, it's not good for anyone, uh, certainly not your family. And if you are a manager, I want you to think about your team uh, with this one as well and make sure that they set these hours uh, because some folks on your team will want to keep working all the time. That's not going to be good for them or the team. And you want to be sensitive to the fact that even though everyone on your team can have a conference call at 9.30 at night, if that's not something you would normally do when you had the office open, don't start now unless it's a real emergency because you've got to respect that time uh, for their lives and their families so that uh, they can be fully rested and ready to go for the next workday. So just keep it in mind because it is nice to have all this stuff at home, but you need that discipline of normal working hours and that will help you, I think, be more productive by working less. Now, this one might seem pretty obvious, but I think it's important to think about and put into your schedule, which is the need to continue taking breaks throughout the day. Now, of course, break time is often mandated by law. Uh, many states say that if you work X number of hours, you need X minutes of breaks. But when you're at home, you don't have all of those social cues as to when the break actually begins. Because typically in an office, there's a couple of people that are always ready to grab everybody for break time. You're not going to have that now. So you want to schedule those breaks into your routine. And that's a good time maybe to call up those coworkers that you usually have a snack with or the folks that you take a walk with when those break times come up. Uh, to just get some social time and take a little bit of a break from all the other stuff that you're doing. And related to the break schedule, you also want to make sure that you don't have snacks where you're working because if you're at home, you've got a lot of food around you in the kitchen that's very easy to get to. And if you just keep munching on stuff all day long, it's going to impact your health and your weight. And I strongly suggest you discipline yourself to not eat while you're sitting at your workstation because it's very easy to just keep eating all day long and accumulating a lot of calories that are going to make it difficult to work off later. Uh, what I do is I allow myself to have a cup of coffee, uh, maybe a bottle of water or something, but I don't typically have any food down here because I know I'll eat it. And I have basically said when I take a break, that's when I can have a snack and that's helped me maintain my weight over the last three years that I've been doing this full time. So no snacks in the work spot and take those breaks. And this last tip is something that I think is really important, which is connecting with your coworkers over video as opposed to audio only conference calls. The reason is, is that we're typically interacting face to face in the workplace and getting all of the visual cues along with the words being said. 
and you lose those visual cues when you're just dealing with audio-only phone calls. And it really does make a difference, I think, and oftentimes tempers may flare more in a conference call just because you're not seeing each other and able to try to communicate the way that we are all designed as humans to communicate. So connecting with video, I think, is really, really important. Uh, Some of you may not like the fact that your bosses want you to be communicating this way, but I do think it's for the best uh, because we uh, are visual communicators. And when you take the visual out of day-to-day communication, it makes it a lot harder uh, to get your points across. And that's why I think doing that's important. If you're a very extroverted person that likes to have people around you while you're working all the time, I would just leave a Skype session or a Zoom session or whatever conferencing system you're using with your favorite coworkers open all day long. Even if you're not saying anything to each other, sometimes just knowing that they're present and there with you, uh, I think would actually be really helpful. If you got a phone call, of course, you can mute the session or maybe jump out to take on another video conference. But I found for some of my friends, just having their coworkers that they often communicate with just there with them all the time on an ongoing video chat made a bit of a difference for them. And that's something you might want to try. Another friend of mine sent me a link to this Boing Boing article about the new trend called Annami, uh, which is a term for having drinks together online in a conferencing session. Now, I don't drink, but I certainly might have a meal or two with my friends that I sometimes go out to eat with. And this might be a great way to keep some of that social interaction going and have some non-work time uh, with your coworkers if you're used to going out with them after work, for example. There's some things that you can do creatively Uh, to have those social touches while still maintaining safe social distances. And that's something you might want to take a look at. Now, I would love to hear from you and how you're adjusting to all of these changes that have been thrust upon us. You can let me know down in the comments section. We've also been having a great discussion on my Facebook group at lon.tv slash Facebook group about all the things that we're doing to adjust to this change in uh, lifestyle. And a lot of viewers have been helping each other out get going. So check it out. Lots of great resources out there within the Lon.TV community. Now, I haven't mentioned why our lives have been disrupted, because if I mention the reason why we get demonetized with that yellow dollar sign, and in the likely event that we are demonetized anyhow, I wanted to let you know that this week's wrap-up is being brought to you by all of you, our supporters. And we have a bunch of new supporters this week. They include Tom Ruffley, who contributed via our donor box page, along with three new members on the YouTube membership program, They include Amda Brown, Chris Griffin, and the TTM channel. We also had a few super chatters during one of our live streams last week. They include Kyle Dawson, Rich Wilson, and Bob. I want to thank everyone who contributed to the channel this week, along with everyone who's been contributing on an ongoing basis, and all of you who watch on an ongoing basis, too, because all of those things equal channel growth. I also want to let you know, if you are experiencing financial hardships, please stop contributing Uh, We're doing okay, and I don't want anyone to be contributing money they can't afford to contribute. If you're having trouble decoupling from the donor box page, send me an email at lon at lon.tv, and we'll get you taken care of right away. Uh, Again, I should be the lowest priority for all of you uh, during this difficult time, and I really appreciate everyone's support. Now, if you do want to support the channel, you can. You can go to lon.tv slash support and make a monthly or a one-time contribution to the channel. We, of course, support that YouTube membership program, and a lot of you have been joining, and you get these really cool loyalty badges next to your name when you're in chat and commenting. So check all of that out. 
Uh, for live streams this week, we did two of them. We were messing around with some Mocha 2.5 adapters and had a fun time kind of tinkering around with those. Uh, we also had another live stream where I was shooting my video, which was all about SD cards. And I want to mention a few people tuned in to say, this is taking too long. I don't know what's going on here. Well, we do a lot of things live while I'm working. Uh, so if you don't want to sit through two hours of me tinkering with stuff, uh, you can wait until the full video is published where it'll be a lot shorter. But I know a lot of you really like connecting live with me and each other. So I'm going to keep doing it. I really enjoy uh, doing these live streams for all of you since I'm already sitting here anyhow. It's fun to invite you into my work day and you can see how I do my work during the day, which is kind of fun. On the Extras channel, I did a mini review of the Sony Tough M SD cards. You can check that out there. And then on the main channel, we looked at the Lenovo Ultra Portable Bluetooth speaker. I got a lot of heat due to the price of that device, and I put this down in the comment section there, but I just kind of wanted to reiterate it now, which is that things that are thin and light cost more but perform the same as things that are larger and bulkier, and that applies to Bluetooth speakers as it does everything else. Uh, we had the full video of that SD card explainer posted up there, so we went from a two-hour live stream to a 16-minute video, and I also posted my review of the Walmart Motul's 14 laptop, uh, and it looks like all of you enjoyed uh, all the content this week. We've got a lot more coming up this week, though, and one of the things I was thinking about was doing a video about the gear that you need to work from home, and maybe doing this as a call-in show or maybe something where I take questions from the audience and answer them. So if you have questions about what you should get to get your work done, uh, let me know down in the comments section and we'll put something together. I've got a lot of things around here that I can demonstrate, so I should be able to do it visually, but I really want to make sure that I'm answering useful questions and that's where you all come in. So let me know. And if any of you are up for uh, asking those questions via video, that might be kind of fun to put some faces to those questions. So let me know down in the comment stream. Uh, we're gonna have a review of the Lenovo C940 15. Uh, this is a 15-inch 2-in-1 with an NVIDIA 1650 GPU built in. Uh, we'll have that up a little later in the week. I also hope to finish up my review of the Go Coax Mocha adapters. I was short a splitter that I needed to really get their uh, bandwidth testing done. So hopefully that will be here before the end of the week. So look for that one by the weekend. I also hope to shoot a review of these Yi cameras that I've been playing around with. These are kind of an alternative to the Wise cameras I think they're the same hardware, just in a different casing, but they have more camera options available. So we'll look at that. And we'll also take a look, speaking of WISE, at the WISE lock. I may not shoot the video yet this week, but I'll probably do a live stream as I am installing it. Uh, I haven't gotten to it yet just because it's not widely available, but it's definitely something I do want to get uh, done on the docket here. Now, if you want to be notified every time we do something on the channel, you can click the bell. Uh, that will let you know when we go live and when we upload a video. Otherwise, you're at the will of the algorithm. Uh, we have other channels you can find me on, which you can see on screen here. Uh, we have the live stream archive at lon.tv slash live streams. So if you miss the live stream, it'll be back there in recorded form. So you can watch it there. We don't publish those out to subscribers just to not clog up your feed. Uh, but they are watchable at that playlist. And then we have my new Amazon shop link where you can follow me on Amazon because we also stream live, live over there when we stream to YouTube. Uh, you can engage with the channel on our email list and our Facebook group. And then we've got the store where I sell things that I've previously reviewed here on the channel and I'm now getting rid of. And if I get a little bit ahead on production work this week, I'll probably add some things to the store 
uh, because I do have more things to get rid of, and I've got plenty of time to package things up and send them out, so be on the lookout for that. If you want to be notified whenever we add something to the store, you can go to lon.tv slash store alert. And that's going to do it for this weekly wrap-up. Thank you all for your continued viewership. I wish you the best of health. Uh, Stay indoors, distance yourself, and hopefully this will all be past us very shortly. But until then, I'm happy to help you be more productive at home. So keep those questions coming so that uh, I can impart some of what I've experienced here as a home worker and maybe make your life a little bit better in the process. That's going to do it for now. Until next time, this is Lon Sivan. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters, the Four Guys with Quarters podcast, Tom Albrecht, Rick Vestudo, Chris Allegretta, and Kalyan Kumar. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.